Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is part two of Hump Day with Swanee and friends. We've already had the great Anthony Kudafidis, and by the way, thank you to everyone who said how good Dermot Burton was. Oh yeah. Could we have done eight hours with Dermot? Oh, at least. <laughs> he could have done it on his own. Had you met him before? I'd met him in passing, yeah, at work. But shy, shy sort of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, he's a legend. <laughs> so uh, anyway, if you did enjoy Derm, surely you've given us five stars. Oh, surely you've said something saying. nice on 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 uh, the Apple Podcast. We need the five stars so other people get to. How's see that us. going, by the way? Your campaign. What's that? Your campaign. We're for up five to three point one. But, but we've been there for a little while. Fine. Yeah, but we haven't pushed over. So oh, this is very true. Yeah. Um, so this is. We've got can a few we, can we just start it again and just? What's that? Start it again. That can we just press like, refresh? Like on the on turn, the turn the computer off and yeah. turn it on again. Is that how, Can we do that? <laughs> no. Uh, so we're going what are we on. doing here? What are we doing? Well, okay, uh, we're doing listener questions. A bit of math science for them. Have you got and something for them? Uh, at the end? I got a little bit of. Oh, math we picked the. I picked the over. I picked the over and Giannis to win. In the All Star Game, so I was two from two there. So wow. it started well. Ralphie's multi the other week, so yeah. we're like, flying at the it's moment. Like you guys know so what you're doing. Hopefully, we don't. Um, yeah, Giannis was two dollars ten, and the overs well, it's a dollar ninety. That was thought we do. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, breaking your elbow. It's not funny when you hit your funny bone, is it? Uh, are you no, by yourself? Not humorous. Are you by yourself now, or is it just what's happened? Because yeah, you were in the Denver. state. No, we drove home from Sydney. But you've lost a helper. Two days ago? Yeah, nah. Yeah, Santa's little helper's gone. <laughs> that was Tyler's mum. We bid au revoir um, on Tuesday yeah. up in Sydney, yeah. So it's just the five of you now. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I think I cried more than Taylor. <laughs> more than the twins? Oh, no. Well, they're different tears. Well, mate, so this morning was because then we went to a mate's house on... Tuesday night and stay with them. We were lovely in Sydney and then we spent two days driving back. But um, this morning was the first morning. It would have been eventful with an 18-month-old and a set of twins. What what did you sing? So you're right. Rockabye Bear. Yeah. <laughs> no, Old well, MacDonald. No, he's two now, so he gets a bit of um iPad and that. And he's, well, we timed it so we'd swim in the morning, run around, get in the car about 11.30 and then he'd just talk nonsense for an hour. Then he'd sleep, you know, for right. an hour, hour and a half. So then... And you won't have to get a bit of iPad in the Arvo, but it's um, a long time for you to go without being able to watch a basketball game. Well, or on. That's why. All right. Helps. So you yeah. again timed it. They start today. So um, this morning was the first morning where it was just us. So um, naturally, you're here. It's hard to be up to get Tate up at seven. So that wasn't that wasn't pleasant after being up at twelve thirty and three thirty. Yeah. Mm. So hang on. Does that mean that after your first week at work, you had a week's idea leave? 
No, I'm going. I'm going today. Lunch. We've got. I got a lunch at Nobu. Right. <laughs> <laughs> On the tools. Can I come yeah. to work with you today, Dane? <laughs> wow. I, uh, exactly. So. Um, lunch I, I, at Nobu. I, I just go. Do you think he's being like? He's got this wild expectation of the workforce now, doesn't yeah, he? I just go. To, I just go to where my boss requires me. And that is Nobu. I was actually, I was actually kind of hoping. My boss never required that of me. If, if we're in the trust tree, I was actually kind of opening. I was like, oh, I won't ring him when I got home. I was fucking exhausted. I was like, I just won't ring him. Hopefully he just forgets about me. He messaged me last night. And he's like, you back? I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm back. And I go, do you need me tomorrow? He's like, yeah, I was thinking maybe this lunch and noble will set up a few things. I was like, okay, sweet. So lunch and I take take to the pool when we get home. And um, then put him to bed. Then I'll go to Nobu. But. I know people don't want to hear me talk about family, so we can move on. Because <laughs> they're assholes. Well, well, oh, well, I particularly don't – I don't like hearing about anyone else's family, so I don't know why anyone else would want to hear we about just, mine. We just enjoy your take on it, Dane, because it's so wildly different mm. to most of ours. But what about the Collingwood family? We've been busy doing this. I don't, did we find out if Jack Ginnivan's at training for the fifth day in the row? Uh, Hopefully there's a news crew still. Yeah, I've been on the road, <laughs> but I um, hope so. I hope so. It's, um, Say so. Never a dull moment at the pies, is it? You seem to th- you seem to think that it might have been a different narrative if if it was a, a girl filmed in uh, an AFLW player filmed in the toilet. Uh, no, I was just saying if they were if they were having a pee or a poo. Yes, <laughs> letting, or both. letting one out slowly. Yes, exactly. Well, quickly, which uh, depends what you're eating for lunch. But um, no, boo. Yeah. Referring to that show we did. Yes. Uh, well, that was just the, my take on film. Like people who. Stick their cameras over a toilet cubicle and and film someone. They should disgusting. be disgusting. They should be given the death penalty. They should be tortured well, to death. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but it is disgusting. <laughs> I would. That person should be I'm named. Deadly and serious. Have they? <laughs> have they been named and shamed? The no, well, no, of course they're not. They because they're weak. They're cowards. Yes, yeah, exactly. Weak. They should go post it on your Instagram or something. If you go, well, obviously they're looking for a quick ten grand or whatever it was. But do they realise that we that most? People that are sound of mind look at that situation and don't go, "Oh, Jack's an idiot." They go, "That person's a fucking loser that filmed him." Do they? Do they realize that we think that about them? Well, that's why they haven't come forward. What um, a fucking dog! You know, losers. Um, but Jack obviously probably should have just went to a cubicle with a fucking floor to ceiling door. <laughs> <laughs> that would have for a bit of privacy, or just what? take, or just taken it off the bloke and just sat on the toilet and just done it himself. But, <laughs> um, so, but you know, no one makes any. No, not many people make good decisions. I'm assuming it was late, late at night. Um, but you shouldn't have to make. You shouldn't have to think about that decision in a toilet cubicle. You should assume that obviously, you're in pri- well, a private place. I know, but obviously, playing AFL, you just have to these days. You have to be aware of your surroundings and. Being of wherever who's watching you walking in a cubicle with three of your mates. Um, unless you're doing a circle. Save time. I tell you what, it would be interesting if they were jerking each other off or one was sucking their dick whether they would have filmed it. <laughs> you reckon? Do you reckon the Glenn Waverley defence could have Yeah, worked? well, yeah. Well, do you re- what do you reckon would have happened if... Reckon, nothing would have been said. If, they'd have filmed, if Jack had been, like, if, if he was gay or whatever, or just the mood took him, the mood swung him around yeah. and he decided to suck a dick and... Torquay Hotel and they filmed it, do you reckon there would be a big blow up? Or do you reckon the person who filmed it would be in a lot of trouble? Oh, lock, lock in B, Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> lock in B, exactly. So, um, no, I guess maybe he should have done the line off his dick and then it would have been a real grey area. <laughs> Other than that. I'm impressed with the composure 
did did Jack realize at the time that he'd been filmed, or only when the footage came out? I would imagine fifteen minutes before he knew he was about to go in the, in the media. No, part part of the pun, but reading between the lines, mm. someone gave Channel Seven the footage. Yeah. Mm. Someone who we should find out who it is. Well, it was a hostage video, him and Jack. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. So, so I'm intrigued by how there was confidence that Channel Seven had the only copy, but so far it hasn't got out. So yeah. let's assume that. So Channel Seven say, "Well, we'll take the." Footage. Do you think it's is it blackmail? You think? <laughs> well, I don't know how it isn't. Uh, someone might explain to us that it isn't, but it, I don't know how that isn't. That yeah, because then the next thing is that Channel Seven ring Collingwood and say, "Well, we've got this footage." What about we don't play it, but Jack does an, an interview with us and tells us how uh, sorry he is and, you know, whatever else yeah. he meant do to you think there's Do you think there's better to go, no, well, if everyone's going to know anyway, fuck you. I, and I, we'll, I go, to, we'll go to Channel 10 when the video comes out. I, I think that's the that. approach that you would probably take. Well, if I was, yeah, going to be bad. And I knew it was, and you were fucked either way. If, yeah. the, if you knew Channel 7 or there's some way you could do it, Without it coming out, well, fair enough. Well, then you'd cop the black yes. whale. But if they're, if you like, I'm fucked. It's coming out either anyway. Whether I say yes to Channel Seven or not, by tomorrow morning, everyone will know I've done a line in the toilet. I'll be like, well, I might just go to Channel Nine. Yep. Well, fucking show the video. Everyone's. I'm gonna admit it anyway. Like get an earn one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pay me Channel Nine. <laughs> I'm gonna come out and say I took drugs. Here's but give me fucking twenty grand. I'll come out and say it. Yeah. Before Channel Seven. You know, but that um, to me is the intriguing part. Why? Why there was confidence that that was the only copy? So yeah. anyway, maybe um, joking they bluffed and there wasn't. Time will tell. Mm. Time will tell. But that's obviously there was a deal done between seven. That's pretty much in the public domain. That uh, and and so from there, I think Jack Ginevan was clearly very well trained. Said what he had to, yeah. and then turned up at training on Monday. Said exactly the same shit yeah. to a hundred journos, and where where can the story go? I shouldn't have done it. Yeah, whoops. Well, you know what? One of the best things he didn't blame Standard. his mental health, which which I Respect. I was waiting for it. Yeah, I was waiting. Not that I watched the video, the press conference, but I was waiting for some, I was waiting for him to come out and say, "Oh, fucking whatever." But to his credit, he just copped it and said, "No, fuck it." I made I made him. I made a mistake. The mistake was getting caught. And like. Sure. Shout out to Glenn McFarland, who's a very good man, who, who in his article uh, comment piece wrote, uh, wrote uh, to, but to do it in a public place, in brackets, albeit in a toilet. <laughs> I don't think that's really a public place. Yeah. It's uh, not a public place at all. I don't know if it started in the, what, a mother of the footy, a red, a mother of a... Alleged mother of an alleged... Player, yeah. Then, then rang I think Neil Mitchell and yeah. said that you know that that, uh, that 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 then led my player, my son, on to rack and ruin uh, by by getting in the wrong crowd at Collingwood. <sighs> well, into a professional <laughs> athlete crowd, yeah, yeah. Which which um is becoming a professional athlete with, you know, I've, isn't I've it baffled, interesting? It baffles me. Um, and I understand it. Listen, probably that may be right. That may be the first time you ever saw drugs was at a Collingwood function with a Collingwood player, but. You reckon if you walked into a job site and was a tradie on a, you reckon how long, how much quicker? Well, and the stories that the uh, that everyone's so many. The narrative is going into AFL, you fucking you, um, you're gonna be drug take all the risk of seeing him is, is so high. Like or you know being brought into a fucking drug taking culture. Like 
if the average, I don't know, I don't, I've got no idea what stat, but I'll just make one. If the average 18 to 35-year-old male taking drugs is 20, I don't know, 30%, 80%, going into a, as an, seven, as an 18 year old going into the workforce, the chances of you seeing drugs and taking drugs would be infinitely higher than if you walked into an AFL club getting drafted. No it, question. There's fucking nothing mm-hmm. short. So, like, the narrative that, oh, mate, they, these kids get drafted into this huge drug culture and it fucks up their lives because for a while they've got money or for whatever reason is so much bullshit. Like, I was there, I've seen it. Like, at an average football club, yes, of course, kids are going to take drugs. I would say maybe at least of four, four, 45, five to six would probably, you know, try drugs during the year or take him semi-regularly. When I say semi-regularly, three or four times a year. You go to a job site, you go to a law firm, you go to Canada, it'd be every, literally every, every Saturday Friday, night. Every Friday night. So it's I, like, I know it's Hollywood, but it, it actually was based on fact. Wolf of Wall Street, was there any... Yeah. Like, you reckon a stockbroking firm or... Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like... And they go... Uh, sorry, buddy, but it's... They get paid so much money. Yeah. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You're going to get paid well at the stockbroking or law <laughs> yeah, firms or exactly. accountancy firms. I also find it very interesting that as a culture, like all these mums, dads, parents, guardians, whatever you identify as, are so gung-ho to get their kids into Auskick and they take their kids to all the signing sessions and they just pump up these heroes that are footy players and they take their kids to be around it because they want their kids to be involved in AFL football. But as soon as an AFL footballer is in the news, they're like, oh, these fucking AFL footballers no, are bad no, role it's models. it's when an AFL footballer who doesn't play for your club is in the news. Um, but like, so the best chance of your son being clean is going into an AFL system where you've got education, you're a professional athlete, and you're basically a healthy young athlete going into a job, going into a trade, or going into a law firm. We're going to get, mate, that's, and it's just a cross section of life, basically. But the narrative that all footballers do drugs is so fucking ridiculous; it's mm. not funny. No. But how much education do they need, Dane? Did you know everyone in jail has never had an education? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so that, like people, like, people I, fuck up. They're gonna and people are gonna make their own decisions. Like, yeah. people, like and the drug testing lots like, goes well and above. Well, they don't have to do the Asada one. They can just stick with Wada and be prompt. But and that does deter people. Like even when I was there, fuck, I'm not gonna do this because drug tests might be there on a Monday. So it absolutely does deter people. Now people want it. People want that to fucking catch people and like be the police. It's there to prevent and like help people if they have problems. If the media or fucking club presidents or 
the general public want to catch, want to use it as like a, a police arm where they just catch people all the time and name and shape. But we'll just get rid of it. Then fucking see what happens. Yeah. Then, then, then we'll see like what happens. But because the players choose to do that, like they're, it's the most stringent drug testing in the world, and it's just a little fucking shitty small country, you know, <laughs> the shitty small state. I said because of Dan, but. Um, <laughs> So, but also when when it's um, I love the role model one. That's my favorite because, um, well, they're, they're role models. I kick a foot, and I say, well, hang on, how come a tradie can mm. get away with it? Mm. Yeah, but they're role models. And I thought, if I've got someone building my house, <laughs> I'd rather than yeah, <laughs> them not be off their dick. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And if someone's kicking a footy, well, either if they're fixing my leg, <laughs> opening me up and fixing That's my right. nose or something like that. I'd hope that they're, yeah. they're pretty straight. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Uh, we go around in circles with these. Um, from Tom Burton, uh, what do you call a bunny with a bent dick? Fuck's <laughs> funny. Fucking <laughs> dirty, dirty uncle joke. Uh, just wondering what your thoughts are on the Mexican lawnmower. Oh, no, uh, no, we've talked about this. From, <laughs> no, it's Jeff with Jay. I oh, know I got halfway through that one. Uh, from Oliver, thoughts on media blackmailing Collingwood Ginevan? I suppose we've we've um, yeah. It's, uh, but do you expect anything less? From Matt Craig, uh, Jack and Geordie, the only bad boys in the AFL. Well, it, it appears that way. And the ones that are making news at the moment, yeah. so they'll keep running it. I, I will say one thing about that. There's mm. one pro- thing that Collingwood did wrong in hindsight. Mm. Well, we said it at the time anyway. But with Jordan uh, going. So then when I listened to the 12 o'clock news on Sunday and when Collingwood do this press conference, because one guy's taking the Collingwood have had to deny that they've got a culture problem because just, well, this... Uh, Extra incident. Well, the first incident wasn't an incident <laughs> with Jordan. So if they hadn't have given him a suspended sentence, they'd have said, fuck off. He was just, you know, having some consensual... Imagine if you could say, fuck off. Yeah. Sure. Well, That's next. Well, you know what Jordan hasn't done? <laughs> what? He hasn't inserted anal beads into a woman's ass and left them there for four days to prevent her from shitting... And then he ripped it out as if it were a lawnmower releasing a fountain of shit. That's what he did not do. Well, we is don't that, know. We don't speak. That's a Mexican lawnmower, so he did not speak. do that. He didn't. Um, no, that's obviously done in the rural parts of Mexico. <laughs> this is from Mav. Yeah. Well, what do they speak? I'm going to Mexico for my fortieth. So, um, wow. Don't give it. A I'll go. report back. <laughs> You're fucked. This is from Mav. Does Ralph need a booster seat so he can be closer to the mic? Can't hear him on the pod. Yes. Uh, from Jakey, it's 1982. Need a seat in the car. You have to pick a VFL superstar to be your dad. Who is it? Nineteen eighty-two. Oh, geez, that's a bit before me. You, mm. you go. You give it a go. Well, I just wanted to be Robbie Flowers. Well, I was going to say. Yeah. 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 I knew you were going to say that. Um, yeah. well, this one going for you, Dave. If Eddie was still president, how do you think the chat with Gittiman would have gone? On the off chance that Dave, on the off chance, <laughs> what that Gittiman got a word in? No, that you might <laughs> be able to pick what it's like to be in trouble. Well, Jack wouldn't have said too much. <laughs> Because if you did, if you tried to have some rebuttal, it made him even worse. <laughs> so if you tried to defend yourself or have some rebuttal, you would you'd, you would have started sitting up nice and straight and then it would have ended up being under the table by the time Ed got the rant over and done with and how much what well, you've done to yourself. Um, and you, but, no fucking butts here. Um, but, you know, well, um, you know, if you had have tried to... Um, Excuse, have make an excuse for yourself. It wouldn't have gone. So you basically just have to go. Yep, yep. 
Sorry, mate. I fucking you know I don't know what I was thinking. Well, you know, just have to, just have to own it. And then as soon as he got it out, it'd have been righto. Now, Channel Seven have bribed us, have blackmailed us. So, <laughs> well, he's a Channel Nine man. So he might have said, "Fuck Channel Seven's coming out anyway." Let's because Ed was very it's good true. like that. But um, I would have been a who I don't know what Jeff Brown's like, but um. I'm not sure he's got the same wrath as Ed, so Jack's probably a little lucky. Oh, wrath-wise, yeah. Yeah. And, well, one thing that did occur to me was when that happened, since Ed's left, to have Jeff Brown and Craig Kelly, you've got two people who really know the media now too, mm. which is a yeah. huge asset for Collingwood. And it looked like that, um, the mm-hmm. way it was. The way it unfolded. Once, like golf, played as it lays, once once the fuck-up happened, I don't think they could have done But like more. I said, like, the day, like I tweeted, which was, like, the day before we all thought Jack done his ACL. <laughs> You're in front by 20 games. Exactly. So we're, mate, we're actually in front. And also, um, when does the so, – so this is just from an outsider. Round one hasn't started yet, but they are at work now, aren't they, because pre-season started? Is that why this is an issue? They're at work a long time ago, Samantha. But, but do you know my point? Like, fucking well, – are having a good time. Just no, like, well, I know. Um, I know, but it's just the world Isn't that interesting, in. though, right? Like, <coughs> let's say you work for a, an advertising or a stockbroking firm or you work in sales where the drug culture is rife. The Easter long weekend, they get to go away with their friends and family and they may have a long weekend, they may get on it, but it doesn't mm. affect their... Why, why is the AFL any different? Uh, we're role models. <laughs> exactly. I, um, um, here's one you wouldn't have thought uh, would have... Here's a sentence you wouldn't have thought would have existed... A week ago, <laughs> me and Tiger Woods uh, have have um, something in common. <laughs> no, because no, you didn't apologise for no. your tampon reference. No, no, we both know that men wear tampons. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods had to apologise for passing a tampon to Justin Thomas. Thomas? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. So, man, man, he Tiger. Al- he had to apologise for passing him one. Well, because he outdrove him on the link. Yeah, out- mm-hmm. outdrove him on a shot and mm-hmm. handed him a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> so me and him, we know right, we're fucking out of the game. Like, I don't see anyone attacking um, Tiger Woods like they attack me online. Yes, so you know why people you're a victim. Are, why exactly. Are people offended by this. I would gladly give my period away to anyone. I know. So uh, I figured I've no. got mine now. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to read this. You but poor thing. I uh, feel for you. After they do it, it's an awful time. No one could still be listening, so I'll read it. So from Fly by Wire, Sam was talking about: Do you wear a tampon? To you, Dane? Yeah. I think you wear a pad and ride a tampon. Discuss. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> that is a good response from Stingen. Can I please have a red wine recommendation for the weekend from each of you? Oh. Well, the T's have just done a deal with penfolds to, <laughs> be, served, to be served at, uh, at, at functions. I've never seen a better tie-up. Penfolds. Um, oh, it's like, at this stage of my life, Sam, that's, that's a lot of excitement. There's the things you're looking for. When Depends the things well. There's nothing better than that. No. What, what, what vintage? What? 389. Three, sort of, you know, yeah. That's sort of like your, your, um, your, your quaddy that's paid above, but not, not, not your complete. I'm going to say the, the Rockford Basket Press. Ooh, that mm. sounds quite nice. Yeah, what have we got yeah. I don't know. I don't really like You're reds, right. so no. I just drink the Akunawara. You what? Yeah, right. like reds. Mm. You're psycho. Is that racist? From Ross, no, yeah, it's red. Yeah, probably. From Ross, this is a good one. From Ross, uh, what do you prefer when doing charity work? Cordless mic or microphone on the lapel? Cordless mic. <laughs> cordless mic. Yeah. Do you know who's good with a cordless mic? I, Dougie Hawkins. I don't. Mate, I'm not doing a TED talk with like a cord. <laughs> well, some would say I. It's yeah. Cordless mic is yeah. A couple of tricks. I've never with seen. It. 
I've never been a part of or seen anyone do a charity gig with a lapel. Have you? Mate, absolutely. Wow. Would you rather from Brenton? Would you rather accidentally say your ex's name during sex or your partner's best friend's name? Name. Uh, (laughs) This is easy for me (laughs) because it's the same name. (laughs) (laughs) Partner's uh, uh, best friend. I think it would be easier to get out of than the ex. From Tom, St Kilda City, Sikaswani, seeing he's playing games across different state leagues this year. I am, yeah. Um, well, a lot of a lot of football communities out there have been ravaged by COVID. They still need a little bit of a, a cash injection. So, um, for some reason, they get f- a couple more people through the gate if I'm there. Um, well, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to wear. I'm happy to bear the burden, to wear the burden, or to <laughs> shoulder the burden, or to do something about the burden. <laughs> and from Ian, uh, before we get to some math science, uh, if you did a sports night with Dermy and Wayne Carey, who'd talk about themselves more? Well, I'd just walk off stage. <laughs> I wouldn't even, be, wouldn't even bother being there. Thanks um, for having me. I'd be there. I actually like those nights, so I literally don't say a word. Maybe even question answer when someone asks me a question, they answer it for me. Yeah. <laughs> True. I just can't get a word in, so they're glorious nights. I'd just sit there and just have me feed, and that's it. <laughs> Uh, when we need to get the duck in, we do. Yes, <laughs> I'll ask him. Yes, it's probably best on one of those days where one of us is not available because it'll leave more talking room well, for exactly. him. Exactly, absolutely. <laughs> uh, have you got any sports math science? Well, there's nothing really coming up. Right. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll give a basketball game, but it'll be over by the time people listen to this. Exactly. So, is there any big yeah. events coming up? So, the Blue Diamond yeah. Days tomorrow at Sandown. I've, I've said this one for a while, and but someone sent me a message about Don Corleone because I. I don't know if I said this on this pod. So anyway, this horse was very good from Sydney, and I've said Barber from day one. So I think they're both going to run really good races. So, but from an each way, for the sake of maths on scoreboard, mm. I'll say Barber each way in the Blue Diamond. It's about six dollars, and in the Oakley Plate, the last race, Uncommon James is around ten dollars. So, not like the big all up multi a couple of weeks ago when yeah. I was very confident about the three horses. But I'm very confident these horses are both going to run really well. Six dollars and ten dollars. So hopefully they both win. But hopefully uh, we get a gambling platform to advertise on. Who soon. would know? Uh, no, know hopefully. In the meantime, please give us five stars and thank you very much. And if you are gambling, do it responsibly. Oh, racetrackralphie.com.au for oh, yeah. all my other shit. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.